With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. If you want legendary service, if you want sweeter discounts, Save by bundling auto and home with insurance. Hello, listener, and welcome to this content pod. There's plenty to get into on the content front. Loads of player reviews, actually, from Freeze Firmino, Flashback Robin, Ben Arthur even, and Lewandowski too. Plus, there's plenty to talk about around headliners and, of course, the delay to Team of the Year. Then, of course, we've got some pointers, which will save a serious amount of time in icon swaps and plenty of other tips too. I'm your host, Ben, and you'll hear all that and more on this week's Foot Weekly podcast, brought to you by our patron supporters. Hello, and welcome to week... 14 I think of the Foot Weekly podcast but the main thing is it's the first podcast of 2021 a brand new year of Foot Weekly podcasts and I'm delighted to be joined by two familiar voices first of all Japes legend of the foot scene welcome to the pod oh, thank you very much happy new year to you Ben happy new year to the listeners and yeah. I think I should probably get introduced as the uh back-to-back Christmas quiz champion as well. Mm, well, that's a spoiler for anyone who hasn't listened to it, but still well worth a listen, according to many people who've uh, left nice comments about it, which is good of them. I wanted to uh, say, though, Steve, uh, the foot coach who's joining us on this pod, that you did, though, manage to predict with your wrong answer at the time the fact that Lewandowski would get a uh, second in form. So, you know, consolation prize there. Still didn't get any bonus points, though, did I? <laughs> Always looking for a technicality, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm over it. The, the Christmas quiz is so 2020. <laughs> <laughs> so last year. Well, let's introduce our special guest who is coming to us, unfortunately, from a, a tin can on the east coast of the US because he's reaching us over the phone. But it's great to have you, Aaron West. Welcome. How you doing? Uh, this is actually an aluminum can, so uh, aluminium, as you may say, on, on your side of the pond. Uh, it's good to be here. Thank you guys for having me. Happy New Year. Oh, it's great to have you on. Happy New Year. And we should say, I mean, US listeners may be more familiar with your coverage as a presenter of uh, soccer, if you like. Um, but to fill us in, and I'm not so up on my US network acronyms, where are you uh, operating from at the moment? CBS. CBS. I am now exclusively tied nice. to cbs and also uh la liga so i work for i am mm. one of the la liga hosts we're just that one of la liga's hosts I oh, hate yeah, it's the, the, isn't it yeah yeah it's the, the, uh but yeah so i now cover champion league and just kind of football in general for cbs so that's that's my home now <laughs> well it's good to have someone on who's had a good 2020 <laughs> and actually congratulations of course on the birth of your daughter since the last pod yes thank you so much uh she is the light of my life she makes playing fifa a lot more complicated but it actually makes life better because that means i play a lot less FIFA. <laughs> and do even more squad building than you already do oh, i guess man, on the app yeah, or whatever that's, that's what i'm doing <laughs> 
Yeah, for those who don't know, Aaron loves an elaborate squad building project and uh, loves a position switch as well. So he's always a good person to have on the pod, particularly the content one. Now, let's start by covering a hot topic in the world of foot, which we did cover in last week's uh, quiz. Well, I I mentioned it at the start of the quiz just to inform people that it looked like it was going to be headliners on the way, not team of the year. But uh, we do now know that we have headliners for probably two weeks, almost certainly, in fact, and then we'll be moving on to team of the year, we think. Jake, so we haven't discussed it. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I, th- I think I probably was the worst person to start this question with because I don't actually remember when Team of the Year was last year, like how many weeks after <laughs> after the start of the new year. So I sort of just take the promos as they come. You know, I'm not trying to <laughs> manipulate my coin total by guessing when the promo is going to be released. So I sort of just like roll with the squad that I have and then, you know, react to what EA does. Yeah, yeah, I can understand why, you know, you go for that approach, especially with the amount of coins you have, but maybe not for some people who would need to prepare significantly for this to be able to, you know, get the liquidity to to purchase one of these players. But it is an interesting one in terms of the power curve, isn't it? Because I think for a lot of people, this comes maybe not quite at the right time. But Aaron, do you have any thoughts on this? I, I, it just, it seems for Team of the Year specifically, those 11 players, that's just like only the most elite players or in general, like with the most coin totals are probably going to get those players. So I don't think it really changes that much of the power curve at that point. Yeah, that's a fair point, I guess. Maybe it doesn't necessarily impact the power curve, except for a minority who can actually afford the players. But I suppose, you know, my point was that it's therefore not especially interesting to people compared to other promos. Yeah, I I think that one of the big tells really is this fashion that's developed in the last few years of people hoarding packs for team of the year i think Mm. that kind of signifies how unattainable these cards are really people are just taking a punt that if they save enough packs they they might be lucky enough to be able to pack one because they're just not going to be able to afford them yeah well i think that's why people are planning to save those icon swap packs with the 10 tokens that you can do currently you can get 25 players all 83 plus you can get five players all 85 plus and two ultimate packs Uh, so i guess people are thinking that they'll save those till team of the year just to give them a chance at one of the big boys but uh, steve have you got any particular plans around your icon swap rewards as you're starting to complete them this week no not really i think um after i've finish the squad battles grind i'll probably just keep them and see if i can get them electronically framed or something (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean that's probably more rewarding than the packs to be honest steve here's what you do what you do is you save a clip of yourself completing the squad battles grind and and you download the video put it in a digital frame and just let it play on loop in your house just (laughs) sit it right and just let it play on loop (laughs) we should say actually and hopefully people haven't uh, got too far through it already uh, and maybe not realize this but you can actually uh, combine a lot of these together for example i managed to get i don't know eight or nine french first owner silvers and then did some bronze to silver upgrade packs to get myself uh, another couple of french silvers which meant i had a full first owner 11 of french silvers which allowed me to complete the french squad battles objective the first owner squad battles objective and the silver squad battles objective all at once so you get three tokens for six games rather than you know spreading those out and you end up having to play what is it well 18 games i suppose uh, for the same number of tokens so that's well worth doing you can also do that with liga nos Uh, so portuguese league silvers instead if you have more of those in your club i didn't really have any so as i said i did the french 
silvers, but then that meant I needed to do Portuguese league UCLs, which is only Porto players. So I had to buy those at inflated prices, but sold them back at inflated prices. So it worked out okay. Um, if you end up doing Portuguese league silvers uh, first owner, then you'll be doing French UCL, which is you know much better. But basically that means you can do squad battles in 12 games rather than what I think would be around 30 games. So uh, makes it far, far quicker and well worth doing that and probably doing, you know, those uh, bronze packs crafting because as we discussed a couple of weeks ago or two weeks ago, uh, SBC crafting, especially with the upgrades that are out at the moment, is worth a little bit of a grind anyway. Aaron, I know you're very much somebody who says complete your upgrades because it worked out pretty well for you during record breakers. Yeah, it did. Uh, I did a few of the, <laughs> the League on 81 plus packs and outwalked Record Breaker Mbappe. That's good. This, this, oh, simple as. Yeah, simple <laughs> as. <laughs> I, the way that I screamed was not human. <laughs> not appreciated in my house, but Mbappe has been in my team since. So <laughs> I was very happy for those upgrades. I'm like, I'm one of those people that will like try and craft. When it, whenever I see a repeatable SBC, I will like do as many of them as possible because I've always had very, very good luck with them. Um, I'm very dogged mm-hmm. about it. Like I'll, if I'm like sitting watching TV, if I'm like holding my daughter, I'll like have my controller out, like just doing an SBC because that's the main thing I do with FIFA now is because I can't like sit and play a full game. I can't like commit to playing a full game unless I can pause it because like my daughter might spit mm-hmm. up or like <laughs> she might take a dump and I have to get up. Aaron, that's how it starts, mate. The, the daughter's going to be sat there going, Daddy, what are you doing? And you say, I'm doing an SBC. Look, let, let me show you. Let, let me explain to you. That, that's the yeah, first and then that record breaker Mbappe is going to be submitted into the SBC. Oh <laughs> it's all about reaching the sweet spot, though, because one of our supporters in the Discord, Rick, was saying that he actually uh, got his son into playing squad battles for him but then he got too into it and is now, you know, age of nine, uh, playing weekend league and getting like gold three or something. So, oh um, I think so I lost him actually this weekend. Yeah, yeah, could have the next Red Blanders on our hands in a couple of years' time. But uh, let's go back to talking about Icon Swap's plans because I know it's something people are talking about a lot. I myself was considering the base mid icon. I don't know, I've been kind of more tempted towards the packs recently just because someone pointed out, which is a great point, and I'm sorry because I've forgotten who this was. I think it was Rob, um, one of the supporters, was saying to me in the Discord, well, actually, you know, I ended up completing the base mid Icon SBC with the fodder I got from those packs that you can get for 10 tokens. So I guess that now I'm thinking, well, why would I go and complete the base mid when I can have a shot at getting some you know, big players around team of the year and then submit those players that I do get, which probably won't be that great, into a base mid SBC or you know another player SBC, actually. So I guess that is worth thinking about. He was saying that he didn't really use that much else other than the fodder from those 10 tokens worth of packs that he'd opened. So yeah, Japes, what are your plans around this? Anything changed? I think your plan was to save for team of the year. Uh, yeah, I mean, saving the packs was always part of my plan. You know, that's why I took the base icon to begin with. I was like, maybe if I get a sweet base icon, he'll be usable for me until team of the year and I'll be excited about it. And, you know, out popped Roy Keane. So... <laughs> Into Fodderland he went, uh, but I purposely didn't take the the packs to begin with because I didn't want to tempt myself with opening them. So mm. in fact, I am not going to like put my icon tokens into packs until the final team of the year where they're all in packs is released because the temptation, Ben, it's too strong. Mm. 
Yeah, it's too smart man, dude. You are a, a brilliant man. <laughs> just make sure that you put them into a squad, right? Because that prevents them being submitted into SBCs yes. uh, upgrades. That's a really big tip because a couple of people oh, in the Discord have yeah. already mentioned having submitted a token and you know they they didn't get to do their base icon last time because they submitted one of the tokens into an upgrade which you know uh, you can try ea help like and try and get it back but i, I don't think that works so uh, definitely put those in a squad make sure they're not going to get submitted through the sbcs and, and on the app, uh, web app you can actually exclude players that are in your squads and um, when you build out teams so uh, that's well worth doing uh, and actually another tip around icon swaps which is pretty widely circulated now is the glitch in quotes where you can actually just you know put down your controller if you do it correctly you basically pass the ball back to your keeper and as long as your defenders are you know well up the pitch you make a pass with your goalkeeper uh, into space and the keeper basically follows the pass uh, and gets onto the ball. And as long as you don't touch anything after you've made the pass, then your opposition AI shouldn't press you and you can just stand there. Obviously, you need your defenders to be really, really far away from your goalkeeper so they don't sort of latch onto the goalkeeper's pass. So you'll probably want to work the ball up the pitch as far as you can and then play a big pass back to the keeper, then play your pass away from the goalkeeper. If you switch it on to manual controls for passing that can also help but it's a little tip that you know those of us who don't find uh playing against the ai uh, especially engaging and uh, you know you can spend that time maybe reviewing the pod on itunes or apple Podcasts or whatever in the in the meantime um, but talking about uh these objectives the other thing of course is that we had essentially a golden goal format for the friendlies element last time for icon swaps i expected things to change this time and they have changed but really doesn't seem to have made a massive impact, Aaron. I mean, most people seem to still be playing golden goal, I'd say. Yeah, I played a few a few games like after they initially dropped and it seems like they were playing normal golden goal as they were before. Um, so I don't think that's really, really changed, to be honest. Mm. It just makes it a couple more games, maybe. Like, <laughs> they're still, yeah, yeah. still going to do the same thing. And I mean, you know, it's one of those things where it can be so quick doing golden goal that actually you can get in so many games before you'd finish one full game that they'd have to do a lot to make the time equivalent. But then also they've added a cap of games on uh, some of them. I think it's 60 game cap, uh, which people were complaining about saying, you know, this is going to stop us completing them potentially. But the cap is 60 games. And I think it's... 14 wins isn't it you're, you're almost never gonna hit it yeah yeah it's, it's crazy number of games and, and again people still just quitting out so japes whether they've just put that there that 60 game cap on those icon swaps tokens to threaten people almost or i don't know it just seems strange that they would do that but then not really commit to it yeah i think they're kind of sending the message a little bit i think they've made mm. these like as a whole a bit more challenging um and it's it's interesting the community is kind of like flipping on its head a little bit more now where it's like mm. if people pause expecting people to quit more and more people are getting upset and just planning on playing out their games so oh man i hate I, that so much i will i will like it's so annoying play. i will i will score an equalizer and quit <laughs> that's like oh, yeah, 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 yeah. If, if someone like tries to pause to get me to quit for golden goal like i will it, like almost every single time like if you just play if you score on me i'm gonna quit just because i like to abide by the community i like to be part of that but if you pause and like expect me to quit oh my god i'm going full sweat i'm scoring an equalizer and quitting going going hard there i'm i'm on the <laughs> other end where it's like i 
you know, my thought process is like, I love playing friendlies because I get to use unique squads that don't feel like my best squads. I try out new tactics and do lots of different things. And so I plan on playing the full 90 every single game. If you want to quit, that's up to you. But I like, I genuinely believe that I have the ability to come back and win, even if I give up a, an annoying first goal. And because friendlies for me are like the most fun I have this year is playing out friendlies matches. No, no, I was going to say I very much respect that. And I'm okay with that. My my issue is with the thought process that I expect you to quit. So that, yeah, totally. yeah. and like at that point, it's like, I don't feel like playing 90 minutes of sweaty, angry FIFA at that point. Cause like, I'm already pissed off. <laughs> Uh, so I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to get this equalizer really quickly because I know I can. And then I'm not going to give you any satisfaction. <laughs> I mean, it's a it's a divisive aspect that's never really we've never really seen something like this before. Um, you know, I think it's it'll be interesting to see when they do the next round of swaps, if if the trend continues or if they're like, you know what, just like let the community have golden goal. It's sort of whatever. Or if they're all of a sudden like, mm, I guess we're going to have to put this back in rivals, which is what I do not want to have happen. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, that's that's the worst possible outcome. For this. <laughs> Speaking of rivals there, I think probably more more so than even the squad battles objectives. The one here that I have the biggest problem with is the weekend league one, because I mean, we, we yeah. tend to assume that everybody is at a similar level to us in, in kind of ability or commitment, or and they're really, really not. There are an awful lot of people out there who can't even qualify for Weekend League, or it takes them weeks to qualify for Weekend League. 100%. And the idea that they've got to get 18 wins in Weekend League to get one of these swaps... I just I I don't know where the logic has come from with with some of these. Yeah, it's gonna yeah. it's gonna take a long time. Yeah, like I consider myself as, as much as I, I talk junk. I'm like a, a decent FIFA player, and like I saw that 18 wins, and I was like, dude, that's just too much time for me. <laughs> like I I like stopped playing mm -hmm. weekend league just because it like it just took up too much of my weekend. Like to sit down and play that many games. To number one, qualify because I don't play division rivals. Like, I had to go grind division rivals to qualify. And I got, I played like 12 games and got nine wins in this weekend and was like, okay, uh, this was too much time. <laughs> like, this was, I mean, like, effectively, they've just really screwed the casual player. 100%. With this. They just, just completely take. just removed them from the equation. And I think it's kind of rude. Yeah. I mean, would you say, though, that like icon swaps, like in general, is a more like hardcore game mode? I think it's, I, for me, it looked as if icon swaps was like the achievable way for a lot of players who don't have a large coin total to get a very good player. Like just about yeah. every single one of the swaps was like, okay, yeah, if you grind for a bit, you can do that. The weekend league one specifically was like, oh, screw you casuals. Sure. To get all of the icon swaps, you might say you have to be a hardcore player. Like if you, if the weekend league is the only one that you ultimately decide not to do, like, you're still going to have plenty of swaps and you can still get an elite level icon. Well, yeah, and also, I think there's a bit of a misconception about uh, casual players. If you're a casual player, or I would deem someone a casual player, they're not going to be able to spend the time completing all the icon swaps anyway. Most players, I'd imagine, who play foot don't. So it is more the, I would say, more minority that really can't get into Weekend League. But... 
are really playing a lot. Hardcore and bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, if you want to put it as as bluntly as that, but yeah, I think for those people. It is obviously not ideal at all. I mean, I feel bad for the person that rolls in a weekend league to get like 10 wins or something. Like that means you're committing two full weekend leagues to get this one, perhaps even three if you're getting like less wins than that. Um, and But at that point to me, it's like, is that like the best use of your time on FIFA for that one extra token to open that one extra pack or to get that like one level like icon roll of the dice higher like is that going to be how you want to spend your time and if the answer is like yeah I don't like I love playing this game and I don't really care if I'm losing then like dude do it right then the grind is fun that's what it's meant to be it gives you plenty of content to like EA has given us plenty of content to grind towards the idea that we we, they release icon swaps and everybody in the community should be able to complete them in two days is wild to me. Yeah, I think I there's another layer to this as well, though, in that because the first set of swaps were made so easy and attainable, I think that most players will have completed those. And perhaps a lot of the players that are struggling, the, the people that we're talking about here, they'll be the ones who are most desperate to up, upgrade their squad quickly. So they'll already have spent the swap cards that they've earned. In which case, they're going to need pretty much the full set of, of these swaps in order to get anything out of this round. Yeah, that is a fair point. I guess the first set of swaps didn't quite suggest the second set would have this level of difficulty, especially with the foot champs wins, as we've been chatting about. Right, let's take a break here. We'll be back with plenty of reviews. We've got Freeze for me, no flashback, Roman flashback, Ben Arthur, and plenty more to discuss in part two. So some supporter-specific announcements then. Icon Roundtable, if you're an icon and you'd like to come to that, that's actually not going to be this Sunday. It is the second Sunday, but it's quite early in the month. And I think if we do it the week after, so that's the 17th, it'll be Team of the Year. So probably worth waiting on that. I'll look forward to it when it comes around. For now, though, I have the pleasure in this break of announcing the winner of the Goal of the Month competition. That was what was running in December. If you entered a Squad of the Month during December, it will get entered into this January competition. And if you have a squad to enter for the January Squad of the Month competition, then do head over to footweeklypodcast.com forward slash competitions to enter that. So the winner of the December Goal of the Month competition is, drum roll please... Nick Jack, yes, a beautiful Roberto Carlos style outside of the left foot free kick with Gareth Bale, a really special free kick actually, and one which is a deserving winner of the final competition of 2020 and those 4,600 FIFA points. Nick Jack, if you get in touch with me with your console and region, that'll save me ruining the surprise by getting in touch with you, but I will do that after about a week if I haven't heard. For now though, a huge thanks to all of you for keeping this podcast going and let's hop back into part two. If you want legendary service, if you, you want, want sweeter, sweeter discounts, discounts save by bundling auto and home with insurance. Right, so moving on to some reviews. A tip I wanted to share actually is to complete that Bobby Firmino loan for the foot freeze item it's really cheap obviously and it's just a really really good player to be able to use in the 
Brazil, uh, One Nation, and also in the Premier League swaps objectives. Uh, Aaron, I believe you've done the full fat version, so you might be able to give us a bit of a review. He's out for a week or so longer, so still plenty of time to go do him. Aaron, would you recommend him? You have done him, right? Yes, I have. He's not left my team since. Nice. Well, you'd hope not. 800K. Yeah, he's (laughs) not going to. (laughs) He was like one of those that uh, I kind of agonized over a while because he's so, so expensive and just like a a massive sink of resources and coins. Mm. Um, But like after agonizing, I did it, pulled the trigger, have not looked back since. And he's just like, he is literally the perfect box-to-box mate. Uh, I ran with Jake's 4-3-3-2 for a while, but I've been going with a 4-4-2-2. the second variation where the, where the center mid sit a little bit deeper and i've been playing him alongside kevin voland and they are amazing i love their partnership together firmino is just like he's strong he's good on the ball he works like he's his 95 stem and i'm a big believer in like at, at least especially in this point in the game like midfielders with 90 plus stamina because especially for weekend league mm-hmm. like they have to be subbed if they don't have like a 90 that 90 stamina mark uh, so it's it's really nice to have like a couple midfielders that I don't have to worry about subbing. I can like sub wingers or like make tactical changes. So that 95 stamina is amazing. The five star skills, obviously, like he's just always in the right place at the right time. I use him. I put him on stay back, but he, he like he occasionally will still like pop up in the box and get a goal. And if I get annoyed, he's still like always in the right areas for uh, on the defensive side of the ball. So I just I I, I can't say enough for him I, I i advised a couple people on the timeline they asked me about him i'm like yo if you if he's like the, gonna be like the only player you're able to get don't do it but if you have like a bit if you have a little bit of coins in some fodder like he's gonna be in your team probably till the end of the game and would you say he's your player of the week if you had to pick one you know who my player of the week? I thought you said <laughs> obtainable he's out he's just expensive uh, obtainable obtainable would would be Aryan robin uh I, I like for his mm-hmm. for his price point for like what he offers in game for the nostalgia factor like the custom animations he has that finesse shot is <laughs> absolutely foolish and like i think i see like a lot of people kind of like worried about the weak foot and it it's not an issue at all for me um like yeah, it doesn't matter it doesn't matter like both the fact that like he has the outside of the foot shot he has finesse shot and like i scored a few goals with his right foot like i it wasn't an issue at all like i scored a few volleys with his right foot and i was like is this are you sure you guys you sure this is not like a hidden stat like hidden weak foot trait <laughs> um <laughs> but no i for value for coins like and like price i would say 100 percent. i i very much recommend firmino if you have the coin Great, yeah. Well, thanks, Aaron, for providing a Firmino review. Just moving on to another player that I wanted to chat about who I think unfortunately will probably have expired by the time this goes out on the main feed, but will be around uh, when supporters are listening to this a bit earlier, and that is Flashback Ben Arthur, who is someone that is obviously a, you know, a foot legend, and that's partly why I completed him. He is pricey compared to that who came out, when was it, a few weeks ago during Freeze, He's 200-odd K, but one of the things that I noticed is a lot of people putting Hunter on him, which does make sense because his finishing, you know, it looks lacking and you want to boost his pace. But actually, if you look at him with basic, it really makes his dribbling, passing really top, top tier. And then it makes his uh, physicality and pace much better, at least, even if not, you know, in that elite tier. Not to interrupt you because he's got decent acceleration. So the basic will give him a nice little sprint speed boost. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's the 
point, I guess, with going for basic. I think it just rounds off some of the stats really nicely, especially if you're playing him in a cam role. Uh, one thing, obviously, is that yeah, he is not cheap. I think he's one of those players that if you want to get someone really fun that you really like, go for him. If you have plenty of coins, uh, it's probably worth doing just because, as I said, it's fun. But if you're being tight on a road to glory, for example, you don't have many coins or fodder, he's probably someone that you probably want to avoid. And, you know, he may well come out later in the year as they often do re-release SBCs. So if he's someone that you're not going to use necessarily at the moment, then maybe it isn't worth picking him up. But yeah, certainly a good card. His contributions for me were really excellent. He actually outperformed Neymar for goals i'll talk more about the system i used and his role in it i guess in the gameplay pods because i got my first elite three with him uh, of this year a bit late coming but it was not thanks to him necessarily but he was definitely a big factor in that his contributions were fantastic and i think what we'll do now is move on to our player of the week people might remember back in the day dynamite discards and informed impressions. I thought it was maybe time in 2021 to bring back something like that. So we have something to just focus us on the certain players that have been performing well for us, which I know people always like to hear about. There'll be ones that are available for people to go out and get rather than old SBCs so people can pick up these players if they'd like to. And actually, I think they can also be players that look like they're going to perform really well, even if we haven't been able to pick them up. But most of the time, I'm sure it will be a review so japes who have you got for us this week um i mean it probably should be uh i scored a handful of very very enjoyable goals with robin over the weekend that just bring back such good memories yep. and so you know as i look at my like main squad of players like he's the new addition that extra something spicy brought to this weekend, but he's, he's so fun. Um, and is really, really good as well. I think the, uh, the other player that I like include in there that I just doesn't get the credit that he deserves this year is the just gold Virgil van Dyke. The, the man has the spider legs. He still has the spider legs and he can handle any of your super fast attackers. No problem. Um, and I just keep watching his price just crash down. Like, I think he's closing in on like 200 K now. And I'm like, I think he's the best baseline gold defender in the game, not named Rafa Varane. And if he does get a team of the year, which I think we all believe that he will, uh, that, that is going to be the most dominant center back in the game. And he's going to be so annoying to play against. But what I will say, too, as far as other players, so I started using my 93 player of the month, Robert Lewandowski, again, and because I wanted to figure out how to get the best out of him prior to team of the year. And he scored so many goals for me this weekend, like switching mm. up tactics. And he crossed over the 100 goal mark for me, finally, um, which was big because very few players I stick with long enough to do that. So I'm looking forward to getting his team of the year card. But there's now a 93 inform Robert Lewandowski out there as well so I think I'll make that one by proxy just a 93 Lewandowski my uh, player of the week because I built the team around him built tactics around him to try to get the most out of him and he was amazing and I cannot wait to get his team of the year card now it's interesting because on Van Dyke, a lot of pros have been saying that he's too slow and that they are avoiding him for that reason. So, yeah, no, it's good to know he's, he's effective and the team of the year will be amazing. And, and interesting on Lewandowski and the system you're going to play because I know that's something we'll get into in the gameplay pods uh, for supporters. Bit.ly slash more pod if you want to support and get that. Right, Steve, what about you? That is, I am the worst person in the world to ask this question of <laughs> because um, anyone who's read 1984, 
George Orwell has seen the TV show will know about Room 101, which contains a person's worst phobia, fear, nightmare. <laughs> and if I could put anything in Room 101, it would be my squad. Um, I, I hate it. It's, it's, it. It makes me sweat. I'd look at it and just think, ooh. Because um, it's just... It's 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 not a squad it's meta, chosen. It? It's it's just weird. It's it's just really weird. Um, it's just objectives cards and SBC cards. Oh wait, is this on your road to glory? Yeah, that that's the only account that I've been using recently. Oh, right. <laughs> um, and yeah, I I've got it up on the screen now, and I just I feel twitchy looking at the chemistry and everything. And uh, <laughs> I, I, the, the easy one to go with, I guess, would be Robin. But I don't want to do that because we already have. What I will add is that the people who are complaining about his weak foot tend to be people who are playing him at cam or striker. And if you're doing that, you get everything you deserve, really, because Robin is all about cutting in from the wing and finessing with his left foot. Uh, I will say, Steve, I played him at striker. I played him uh, alongside Mbappe in my 4-4-2, but I just left him on balance everything. And he kind of drifts off to the right and, and finds that space so you can cut in with him. And then he also... like finds those yeah. pockets so you can bend those like little beautiful outside of foot passes with his left. So if they're complaining, mm. they're just bad. If you came <laughs> up on the right of a two-striker formation, you could probably get away with it, I'd imagine. Exactly, um, that's how I played him. But yeah, I, I'll I'll go with base van der Sar because he is he surprised me, actually. I, I was convinced that the informed Courtois was the best and most reliable keeper in the game for a long time. Don't know if it's a height thing because obviously Van der Sar has also got the height, but he's uh, he's kept me kept me in quite a few games. Yeah, well, that would explain the popularity of Nick Pope, of course, as well, who is somehow six foot seven in game, despite uh, Premier League and Burnley listing him as six foot three. And although he said in an interview, I think when I looked this up, that he was six foot six, yeah, he seems to have added an extra inch onto him as well. So. I know what you mean. Tall goalkeepers are definitely good this year, which hasn't always been the case with Stegen being so good in past FIFAs. But uh, I wanted to ask you all about uh, Robin. What chemistry style? Because we haven't really talked about that. What are you guys using? Maestro. I put a finisher on. Yeah, mm-hmm. when I, I tried both Hunter and Finisher and found I preferred him with Finisher because it's just it's just like that much easier to work it onto your left if you want to. Mm-hmm. Maestro okay. absolutely okay. bangs his finesse shots. It increases shot power, long shots. If you want to take advantage of the finesse trait, I would, I would definitely recommend Maestro. Mm. He has so many traits, by the way. Like, I would just yeah. encourage, like, people can look at this card. If you're thinking about doing him, one, I would say he's not as hard to link as some people think, right? There's Dumfries is obviously extinct, and that's because of the 4 1, or excuse me, the 4 5 1 links. But, like, that Gravenbirch card yeah. um, that is for free from Milestones is a fantastic box to box midfielder. We'll give you. In a 4-3-3, we'll give you easy Robin links, no problem. Also, Maestro is nice because it boosts his reactions. Again, I, I was tempted, you know, here we go again, but I was tempted by basic on him, actually, just because you get a nice little uh, 98 sprint speed as well off a of basic and a little bit of a strength boost. Um, but, you know, obviously don't boost the finishing, which, you know, if what? he's going to score a lot of your goals, that might be an issue. But maybe with his traits and his other stats, he's, he's not going to need the finishing boost so much. So He's fast enough, and when you start running, all you can do is lap at his animation anyway, so you're just going to get distracted. I wouldn't recommend trying to sprint with him. <laughs> Boris tweeted saying that he looked like a fresh-born T-Rex when he's running at a pretty yeah, accurate. Yeah, a little Velociraptor run. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. The, what I will say, Ben, you mentioned boosting reactions. Uh, Robins, I believe they're like low 80s. Uh, yeah, so yeah. he could definitely use that boost. But I, 
I went out this weekend and to make sure I had Robin on full cam. I picked up the prime Javier Zanetti again. And mm. some listeners will remember I took him from Icon Swaps 1 last year and never looked back. And it mm. felt like having him in my squad felt like going home. <laughs> it was <laughs> one of those things where I was just like, he's I'm so comfortable with him as a right back. And he's so good and so dominant and always in the right spots. But yeah, like yeah. one of the one of the reasons that I think he is so good, specifically with the style that I use, which is like the press on possession loss. And I don't, I asked EA a question like this at one point that was like, what stats impact pressing? And I'm still waiting on an answer, (laughs) but I believe that reactions helps with that. Not just on like deflections, but also in like Mm. a player's willingness to aggressively intercept passes. Of course, this is, you could say tinfoil hat or whatever, but putting on my my belief there, but Zanetti has 92 reactions on that card and it shows, like his reactions mm. shine and he's just quicker, he's just quicker to the mark than most players. He's quicker to react to lose balls. Um, and I like, I the, he could have easily been my player of the week as well, but like paying close to 700,000 coins for a right back is a true luxury on FIFA mm. when, you know, probably the great, greatest right back in the game is a Portuguese player from Wolves. So, um, <laughs> you know, that's going to be a hard one to explain to my son someday. The, <laughs> but, but I would say like the reaction stat is specifically for defenders and perhaps like midfielders as well is something that don't like don't discount it i think high reactions allow players to get away with having perhaps like lower sprint speed or lower stats in some other areas and the reactions will help make up for it yeah yeah a lot of people talk about this sort of hidden icon ability but i think a lot of it does come down to composure perhaps but also reactions for sure a lot of the icons have really really high reactions Uh, let me just briefly bring up my player of the week because it is someone that I really wanted to mention because he's really cheap and really, really good. Uh, is that Zhao Cancelo, the right mid that came out last week, and using him to your lights are and switch into uh, CDM. And it's great because if you have lots of attacking players that are central, you can just use, say, one defensive midfielder, for example, in your team and then have Zhao Cancelo switch in from right wing and the rest of your central players can be attackers, which is great. And then the thing was with him, as I was expecting not to be amazed by him because I suppose he does lack in a few areas like aggression and strength. But he is six foot and I put shadow on him and his pace is maxed out. He's got really, really solid defensive stats and his passing and ability on the ball actually feels really really strong and what I was really impressed with was with his sort of size and uh, pace and defensive ability he just recovered so many balls and I was asking him to fill in when Atar went forward from fullback and he would drop in really effectively and honestly it meant that I could afford to have Atar going forward which I wasn't always comfortable with my fullbacks going forward so it worked out really really well I think we're ready to wrap up pretty much. We'll just get a quick word on headliners, which I'm sure we'll discuss again next week. Aaron, as we're wrapping up though, any thoughts from you on headliners? Uh, I can't think of any specific headliners that really honestly like excited me. When the teams dropped, I, I was like, all right, well, okay, it's decent, I guess. Um, I have player of the month, Joel Felix, so that didn't really do anything for me. I, I saw the Bomba come out and I my heart sank for player of the month Bomba owners. Yep. I'm a player of the month Bomba and Felix owner. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, it, it's funny too because mm. we had that really, Jason and I had that really long conversation about Bomba and I was so, so close to pulling the trigger. I, I like mildly mm. regretted it before and then I saw that one come out and I was like, oh, 
I, I, it sucks for those guys, but I'm so happy I didn't do it. <laughs> but yeah, I just like was very, very underwhelmed by the, the headliners overall. I'm going to definitely do the Cunha objective because I think that's a solid one. But overall, yeah, I, I was not impressed. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. I mean, it is a lot of cards inevitably that we've seen previously, which is always a bit less exciting. Uh, Japes, anything to add on this? I actually think it's a really, really strong squad. I, you know, as somebody who did Bamba and did Felix headliners is about players that have been excelling in real football so it's no mm. surprise that they've got a player that's been player of the month in the premier league and a player that's been player of the month in yeah. uh la liga or two la ligas right and so i'd assume in the next one you might see like a Hongmin son someone like that and like as a whole i actually think it's a really really strong team and i debated on opening my packs because I love a live card. Like, I just love mm. a live card. So yeah. this type of promo speaks to me deeply. And, you know, fortunately, I didn't see any Byron ones in this one, which is what usually would tempt me. Like, I blew all of my packs <laughs> trying to pack that road to the final Alaba and just no luck there. But, like, Hinteregger looks good. Um, you know, there are a lot of really nice Austrian links in the Bundesliga this year. If he manages to snag an inform or two more, I think he could be a pretty strong center back. Obviously, there's Ben Yedder in there. I, Amavi is a okay-ish left-back option, but the French league could use some more left-back options. A lot of people have talked about Mkhitaryan um, as being good, but I, you know, as a whole, I think it's a really strong, it's a strong team from EA. Uh, the, the thing that I think is a little goofy is there are no players from any of the off leagues in there, and I'm not sure if that's by design or because, maybe it's because some of the off leagues are no longer really playing so it doesn't make sense to have live cards for them um mm. regardless like as a whole i think it's good um aaron mes mentioned the cunha card which i'll probably try to do as well just because i think he'll provide some like nice links but like i don't really expect hertha to win four games in a row at any point and whether or not he gets another inform is totally tbd um yeah, yeah. And I uh, like I'm not going to hold my breath for that. So, you know, as a whole, that Bruno Fernandes card could end up <laughs> it's like a wild, wild card by the end of the season. Um, mm. So I, you know, we'll, we'll just have to wait and see. But a lot of really, really nice cards in here. And Headliners is a great promo where much like Road to the Final, it's not just predicated on if the player has a good week and gets an inform if they're yeah. they're the club that they play for can put together four wins they're going to get an upgrade there too which is always nice mm -hmm. and i mean just in so many ways glad that one to watch january doesn't happen anymore i think and headliners has replaced that because uh, james just I, just as a general kind of promo just so much better i'd say <laughs> What I, what I always find hilarious about ones to watch, it's like, okay, we're going to give you these live item cards that have great performances and they can be included, you know, they'll get upgrades as the season goes on. And you're like, well, it's like a player moving to a new league or playing for a new club. Chances are they're it's going to probably take them a little while. Headliners on the other time is like these guys have been dominant. Their teams are perhaps doing all right. You at least know. Chances are they're going to get a few more upgrades. Like we're guaranteeing these cards. But then it's the same with like Road to the Final, where I think pricing for some of these cards is already built in. Like the upgrades are already built in a little bit. So that's got to make it a little bit more interesting. Yep. And Steve, closing thoughts here. So, yeah. Uh, gum so, yeah, the end of this slightly more insane than I expected because... Steve's audio shout out to Audacity which he recorded somehow did this to the audio it sounds like Alvin and the Chipmunks coming from a nuclear bunker but it, basically he said that the Kuna objective 
which is a good point, is in max chemistry mode. People don't seem to realize this, but it basically means you can play whatever players you want, no chemistry issues, they'll all have full chem in the game. So worth noting. As that'll be the last you'll hear from Steve, a quick plug for his Twitch, which he's plugging big time at the moment, twitch.tv slash the foot coach he's trying to get partnered so do head over and give his stream a watch you'll also hear him in the gameplay pod we're going to be talking about my elite three finish the tactics that got me there but also japes 4141 tactics which are very good indeed and plenty more too if you'd like that extra podcast and you'd like double the amount of foot weekly action every week so that's two podcasts rather than just the one on the main feed and you can get that and keep the pod going over on the Patreon from just £3 a month at bit.ly slash more pods. That's bit.ly slash more pods. For now, though, a huge thank you to our guests here. So thanks to Steve and a big thanks to Aaron for returning to the pod. Uh, where can people find you? Yeah, thank you guys so, so much for having me. It's always fun. I am on Twitter at OSTE, O-E-S-T-E. Um, and you guys can follow me on UCL on CBS Sports. I will actually be doing some FIFA content moving forward into the new year. So you can look out for that as well. Mm. Is that an exclusive mm. for the pod there? He's going to be uh, he's going to be reviewing the tactics that I feed him on Twitter. That's, that's, <laughs> like, literally, it's going to be on TV. Just these are the tactics from Air Japes that Byron Munich will be using. Please <laughs> get Japes on to confirm whether you can welcome Saka to the chip life or it was actually a cross. Uh, I'm still not confirmed. Uh, it's been great Aaron uh, thank you again oh, awesome thank you so much have a great year great week uh, enjoy yeah indeed happy new year and to Japes as well been great to have you of course we'll catch you on that gameplay pod in just a moment but for now and on the main feed it's a goodbye thanks Japes uh, the pleasure was all mine happy new year again to everyone you can find me at Air Japes on Twitter or of course tune into my weekend streams at Air Japes FIFA on Twitch Right, well, that wraps us up for the content pod on the main feed then. And a huge thank you to all you listeners for tuning in and to those supporters for keeping the pod going. And last but not least, those icon patrons. Dave B, DJ FIFA player, Coach Vass, Hugh J, Thomas, Alan G, Hunter B, Alistair, Martin M, Jordan, Matt L, Liam B, Harry P, Sam B, Adam G, Neil P, David S, Robbie S, Andrew C, Tom B, Paul S, Yannick H, Stephen F, Eric T, Dominic G, Christopher R, Damon H, Jonathan P, Elliot M, Lee A, Paul, Johan P, Dominic, Rob P, Michael, Brian S, Sila P, James P, Mikhail L, Nishant, Reuben D, Dougie, Anthony R, Also Ran, Jeff B, Stephen M, Roger D, Dan W, Pobius, Sporkum, Bronco, Matt H, Alan M and Savage P. Johnny Saddlebags. Slippery Pete. This town ain't big enough for the both of us. Ain't but one thing to do. Yep, start banking at community banks. Say what now? We'll grow this town bigger by doing business with community banks. That way our money will get reinvested locally and help small businesses grow and prosper. Son of a saddle spur. This town will be big enough for the both of us. Help your community grow. Find your community bank at banklocally.org. Before I leave you, I just wanted to say that, well, FIFA is a bit like life, really. It has its many ups and its many downs. And if you are having a few more downs 
than ups in real life in these more difficult times, then please don't feel that you're alone or need to struggle on without taking action. If you go to thecalmzone.net, there's loads of resources, advice and support, or even just a chat available to anyone who needs it. If it sounds like it could help you, then head over to thecalmzone.net. And for now, I'll catch you next time. Get a quote at AAA.com slash insurance and save by bundling auto and home. Sports Social Podcast Network.